this week on the reverse stick, we're on our way to Tokyo. Not really, it's like metaphor. But who'd be a selector, Matt? Well, you probably would, because you're a cold-hearted destroyer of dreams. Greetings and welcome to the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. My name is John Lee, and joining me, Matt Allen. Geez, you know how to uh, make a bloke feel special. <laughs> welcome, folks. I was pretty upbeat before we started going, and he just hits me with that. But we never, I never find out what the intro is going to be, unless he's really struggling for one. And I, you know, I come up with a genius idea off the top of my head. But um, you know, what a way to start. Welcome to. Well, who would one. be a selector, Matt? It's that time, isn't it? It's when they've got to make the big calls, and someone has to make them, and you can never make every call right, can you? Well, the proof of the pudding is in the eating, John, and That's you know great. it's come tournament time is when when it really matters, isn't it? Um, yeah, a lot of um, Olympic squads being announced this week: Australia, India, GB. Um, and some surprise in, surprise outs, and dreams are made and broken. Yeah. Um, and you feel for the people who miss out. Oh, jeez, don't you? And particularly, you know, with this extension of another year on top, those that have yeah. stuck at it and thought that they're there, whether it be uh, via injury or you've just missed out to a bolter that's made it into the squad quite surprisingly, and there's, there's a few of those around and about as well. Um, but also, as we've already learnt on the lead-in, some big emissions. Um, not the emissions that, you know, we used to smell in here in the studio. Oh. Omissions from squads, John. Oh, oh, we'll, we'll get to that a bit later. Uh, just before we move on, though, sure. I did have a listener question for us okay. this week. Um, they asked not to be identified. Is this... Yeah, go on, go on, go on. But... Yeah. They did pose the question, which one of us is Dean Martin and which one's Jerry Lewis? Okay, that's, you know, another contemporary reference from the listeners. Are we, we are mainly over 55s, Mark. Let's <laughs> look at that way. Huh? Uh, we must be. Yeah. Well done, you're getting better at this every uh, year. Yeah, yep, yep. One day I'll actually do it on time. Um, you, you can news. edit it. You can edit it though. As as oh, yeah, as know. was viewed by the auditor last week, he said to me on the way to the game, "What well, that was amazing. You just kind of just talk like normally, and it goes fairly, fairly quickly. It's and, and it's you know no edits. Amazing. Yeah, well, we, we've gotten pretty good at the no editing bit. I don't think I don't I don't necessarily think that's a good thing though. <laughs> I mean that means we leave things in. You can't be asked to chop out. And, and consider it, you know, part of the show for people. I, I mean, like it, the it feeling be... of live. Oh. We're, we're living on the edge here. Sure. Okay. Wouldn't you like love to do this live though every week? Well, to do, no, not here. with you. No. Yeah. no, you go all weird when we do live shows. It's no, it's much easier just doing it semi-live. <laughs> we'll like be this. talking more about weird things that happen when we do outside broadcasts soon. But it's news it time, is news. Matt. News. And, uh, well, what we missed off from last week, what was, it was upcoming, was the uh, the final of the European Championships for women and the Netherlands surprise, surprise, 2-0 victors. No, we'd already covered that um, previously. Oh, we? We, we recorded Saturday. Oh, no, yeah. no, hang on. Yeah, no, we didn't. Just oh, did we didn't cover the men? Anyway. Oh, the men no. yeah, oh, yeah, of course. It was, yeah, um, the men won too, didn't they? Um, <laughs> on the shootout versus Germany. Pim in black, player of the game. Um, the uh, commentators, darling, considering all the commentators are bloody goalkeepers. Hashtag keepers union. I mean, surprise, surprise. Oh, big it's, call. It's, uh, big call. Wow, well, there's something going on there, nice isn't there? You got to, you got to have a claim to have played in goal at least to be a commentator, <laughs> to be a good one anyway. Morrison, what was he? He was a, a soccer goalkeeper, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's bloody keepers. Yeah. Got to watch him. Um, so yeah, well done, tournament wrapped up there. Did you go through the women's result in the end? Because I interrupted. No, we didn't do the final the final day um, in the um, Pool C games, did we? And no. The, uh, and the bronze. No, and uh, in the men's competition, Belgium got over the top of England to take third place. And in the women's competition, it was Belgium beating Spain 3-1 to finish there. Yeah, lost money on it again. Did you? Yeah. Well, <laughs> what do you want me to say? <laughs> Spain win, Spain women's win, and the uh, Netherlands women win, and the double 
JJ. Don't look at me like that. I'm not, just not seriously. Yeah, we'll, we'll teach you in the lesson, JJ. So, um, yeah, so it was a very successful tournament, I thought. Some great hockey played. Oh, d- uh, a, a, really well received. In- incredible advertisement for the game. Exactly yeah. what, you, what you want to be seeing at a, at a top tournament like that. Um, is this, oh no, we'll save Todd Williams' piece of commentary for sure. a bit later, because it's not okay. really news. Um, so that's, uh, done and dusted. Guess what? what? There's nothing in the way. Oh, there is, actually, I was going to say, until Tokyo, but there is some things in the no, way. No, we've got Pro League here in Perth next weekend, yeah, yeah. mate. And uh, we've also got the Women and Men's Indoor Pan Am Cup for 2021. That's getting underway in, when is that? Six days. Six now. days' time. There's also a test series uh, starting three hours from now, Matt, so Friday-ish. Mm. Uh, between Switzerland and Czechoslovakia. Czechia. Czechia. The Czechs. You can, that's fine. You can the do Czechs. that. So just the Czechs, yeah. Can't wait till the they Swiss play the Belgians. The don't get, you don't want to know Swiss Czechs though, do you? <laughs> Maybe you do. <laughs> Maybe they're the good Czechs. Boom, boom. Um, sorry, so are, you t- are you talking about the Hockey Foundation? <laughs> oh, no. no, carry on. Let's stick, let's just stick with the hockey. So, uh, the, Pan Am stuff. Let's have a look. Upcoming uh, for the men's competition. It's been played in Spring City, Philadelphia. Yeah, same for the women as well. Um, it's got Argentina, Canada, and the United States, and same for the women. Is it? Yep. Okay. So stuff. that's all coming up with, of course, the Olympic Games to get underway. Well, we've got some games. In, we've got some games here next week in Perth. Pro prior to the games. no, prior to the Pro League games. We, we can, Even the FIH is calling no, it a warm-up for Tokyo. Mate, I don't know why we haven't been called, because we've got the Black Sticks versus the Thunder Sticks, and no mention of the Reverse Sticks in there. You'd think at least they'd want us on, on, on board for some sponsorship. I mean, what was that about? <laughs> what, five, 500 bucks? 300, 200 bucks? You talk about them sponsoring us. Couple of cartons? Couple of cartons. No, for name, for name and rights. Name and rights for the, for the, the warm-up games. The sticker thumb. Just call, just call me. Um, send me or John an email to Matt the at the reverse stick. Give it a whack at the reverse stick dot net or John at the reverse stick dot net. Yep. Uh, and Tokyo, as we mentioned, those pro leagues are going on what, a week from now, next weekend. Yeah. Um, are you going? No, probably not. I'm playing. I've got the seven o'clock game on the. I'm working on the Saturday seven o'clock game on the Saturday night. Which which could be my um my three hundredth could be a could be a big deal. I mean there'd be more people watching my three hundredth. I reckon John, they're going to the pro league. <laughs> yeah, uh, that dream will be finished. No, the beautiful well, the, the the beautiful thing that that works for the pro league is the fact it's the last opportunity for you to see your hockey roos and your kookaburras on home soil before the Olympics. So that's that's the big selling point that yeah. they you know they they need to um, well they will will be exploiting. Uruguay and Guyana are also playing in the women's indoor Pan Am Cup. There you go. So you weren't right. <laughs> no, it's only the men that have three teams. Um, where's where's the Tokyo Olympics come up on this thing? Oh, well, they're not sure if it's happening yet. Or, um, yet, John. So, Olympics, uh, men and women. Starting on the 24th of July. Yeah, no, so we'd be about 37 days away because I did that little uh, post with the all of the hockey pictograms from over the years for the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Quite very colourful, isn't it? Nice little thing. I've never seen them all well. sort of put together like that before. It's, uh, yeah, beautiful stuff. It is, and that's all the hockey. I like the, me- the Mexico, from, Mexico I don't know, one's what my else favourite. Is, is what's going on? I think all the club stuff finished now in, in England and Europe, hasn't it? Yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, no club stuff happening but there at the moment. On the, on the first of... Sum, it's summer over there, John. Oh, well, on the first of August. Oh, there are, no, there um, are... Like, Euro like, Hockey t- Championship 3 starts for men and women, and Euro Hockey's kicking off again. And, of course, the FIH Hockey Fives Lausanne Tournament is coming up. September, September, September John. Yeah. We, might, we, we, might get, not, we might not be alive then. Don't worry about stuff like that. Shouldn't we get that accreditation far in the future? for that? <laughs> Wouldn't you love to go? We haven't got accreditation with these pro league games. Why haven't we done that? Are we just going to wear the the old um, yeah. um, passes that we had from what last time reckon, around? Do you reckon they've had new ones made? 
No, probably not. No, <laughs> we just wear them anyway. We'll pay the general entrance, and then um, if they if they look similar on other people, we'll just flash them, flash them through, and go into the main bar area. Are we still going to follow through with your idea? Which one about flogging the Morrison's books? Yeah, yeah, out of a backpack <laughs> with, with a loud hailer walking around. <laughs> a sign. Boy, the hockey grail. Hockey grail. Yeah. Boy, the hockey grail. Read up on the Olympic glory of Australian hockey. You missed me calling, mate. You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. And as we mentioned before, it is uh, interesting times for all players with dreams being made and broken at the same time. Uh, but... For most of us, it's a chance to look forward to the upcoming Tokyo Olympics because it does look like they are going to happen, and um, I'm looking forward to that. Um, well, it must it must because we saw all the the Aussie players receiving their Qantas air big aeroplane tickets. Do you, yeah. do you think they'll take them, take them to board with those? They'll just do online check-in these days, wouldn't they? Oh yeah, you might get the the bus. I might, ride. I might get one of the bus rides for it. Yeah, yeah. that'd be good. You should sort of tender for it now. I've got a much better bus than the one they normally Have go. You've got on. one set up with like microphones and cameras hidden. Micro- no, not no, not hidden. No, they're very much on view. Oh, okay. Yeah, for insurance purposes. Oh, do you? So yeah. you can record no, everything in interior on the on the big bus. Yeah, very nice. Splash. Could get some good stories for the university. Anyway, um, just call me for any of your. Charter needs. <laughs> in Let's the, get on to hockey. In the Perth area. No, because there's been some interesting stuff going on as far as selection. And there is every time an Olympics rolls around and these big tournaments happen and blah, blah. So... Let's. Where do we want to start? Do we start with Forsyth? Yeah, well, that's the, probably, I think, the... the most the, highest profile yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now... And a, and a um, sort of double, double unlucky there. Um, that's two campaigns running to... Um, the people will consider that he'd be a shoe in, um, and, uh, has missed out twice. Well, I think. But, but is, is a reserve? He's been named as a reserve for the team. Now. So for those who don't know, we're talking about Alan Forsyth, Scottish international striker and GB international striker, prolific in, on the club scene for Surbiton. Yeah, and. Yeah. Um, no, what do you mean, and? Oh, oh you were pointing at me. You gave me the big finger point. I just got Surbiton. Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty sure. Okay. Sure. Well, look, yeah, um, the Jay uh, from Hockey World News has posted uh-huh. a story about um, his omission from the squad. And um, how would you describe the story? Because I don't really want to read it out. People should go and read it for themselves. Why don't they go to read that, John? They go to hockeyworldnews.com. But you drop the O from world and the E from oh, news. Hockey world. 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 Yes. world. Yes. Like, a, like a cassette you, tape, which is um, sort of going to be... go like, to Twitter or Facebook and you type hockey world news in the search and you'll find the link. Sure. That's how I found it. Um, um, and anyway, the stories... The meat, the, meat, the meat on the bones is that uh, he believes that Danny Carey has... A, uh, a preference towards English players and in particular, um, it would be highly unlikely that he would select Forsyth given a chance. But he also outlines a story where there was. Well, that's the reasoning behind, or supposed reasoning. Uh, to do with disciplinary action taken against Forsyth that no one seemed to be necessary for it to be taken, but it appears Danny Carey did. And that's the just of that story, and it shouldn't be a surprise that Forsyth doesn't get the gig. because Following an on-field incident. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, 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 it opens up all these other sort of discussions about all sorts of stuff. Now, in the last, is, there's, there's a lovely little table here that Jade has done. Uh, with the, the top strikers from Great Britain. Uh, it's got their games that they've played for the club in the last three seasons and the number of goals they've scored and goals per game. And Forsyth scoring at three goal, uh, two goals every three... No, get me this. Right. Three goals in every two games. So one and a half goals a game. Yeah. Essentially. 
Um, Sam Ward, who's the preferred forward in the name squad, is going about the rate, same rate, 1.56. So there's nothing between them there. Um, surprisingly, I, at first it was, took me a while to figure out, but that's only across the last three years. So in three years, Alan Forsyth has played 33 um, club, club games. games. Yeah. Um, and Sam Ward's only played 18, but he's had period out of the game. Yeah. So um, at international level... Um, Forsyth's played 189 international games and Sam Ward 135. And uh, Sam Ward scores a slightly better 0.53 international goals per game and Forsyth's at 0.46. There's really not much between that. There's a fair golf between that and the others. And every other player. On that list, yeah. Now, is, is it that easy? Is it that easy to be able to go look at that and say, oh, well, he should be playing? Given that there is a squad of 16, and I'm not saying anything Jade has written there is wrong. Don't get me. I'm not saying, but I'm just thinking about it in a different way because I don't see enough of, of Great Britain play. No one really sees enough of Great Britain play. They see they're exposed enough on Danny Kerry as a coach through his England stuff, but it, does he is he looking for something different with a great? Well, it depends on time, what year as, as to how much you you see yeah. Great Britain play. Um, I, I don't know. I think it's more interesting around if you're playing a certain structure. Does a certain style of striker not suit that play? You know, we had we had a striker a few years ago that would move within two or three metres either side of the top of the D, you gave him the ball within that space, he'd score a goal. You don't need to do any more than that. You pretty much you try and structure what you do around getting the ball to that bloke in those areas, and uh, that wins your games. Um, but that depends. It makes it very one-dimensional. Yeah, we won, we won the flag that year, though. Yeah. One dimensionally. <laughs> Doesn't mean you're not open for being taken down. Yep, I would just say poor bloody performance from the other teams. Anyway, go on. No, but yeah, but so, but yeah, but maybe that style of player doesn't fit into the ethos of a, a certain coach or system or a system that the coach is putting onto the, onto the squad. You know, in, in some way, look, I feel sorry for Alan because he's, he's missed out, but he hasn't because as we've seen, and seems Great Britain is one of the few that's announced that who their reserves are going to be. Um, I was of the understanding you got three reserves. Uh, they've only named two. Now, whether they're going to name another one or it's, they're just only taking two or whether it's actually been changed due to COVID, you can only take two now. I'm not sure. Yeah, they've, they've, they've probably, there's probably timelines where you have to name a certain yeah. amount, but then you've got extra time yeah. to... But those those reserves don't stay in the village. They'll be made to stay outside uh-huh, of the village. Yeah. They won't be able to train with well, the team. And is there, they got, is there that opportunity for it to happen in the in the current environment there? Well, they're going to have to be in some sort of isolation and lockdown. And you know, I feel sorry for Alan because now it's not just the disappointment of maybe, of not making a team, but now there's a good chance that you might be sitting in an isolated hotel room <laughs> for the best part of eight or ten on, days. On, before stand, you had... on standby. Yeah, on standby. And that just, I mean, you know, I'm sure that's that's not great at the best of times, but in the current, you know, conditions that they're going under, it just, that's just like, oh, almost sold doubles the blow, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, something bad might act, might happen. You never know. He might I mean, I mean he, he, he might do a Tonya Harding. <laughs> Stay away with that stuff, mate. You know, the, these things are very much a lottery, but... I mean, it's a lot, e- lot easier with a hockey stick, though, isn't it? You know, and teams are only going to take one keeper, so one of those reserves is going to be a is going to be a keeper. Well, look, I remember um, pre-Rio going and watching Cookerbros train out at Guildford, and we took the kids out on the bus, and, and um, they were going hard at each other. Um, and one of the boys got got a rap on the knuckles, and maybe it was Dawson. Um, a couple of lads were involved anyway, and it's high intensity. They're going for a spot in the Olympic Games out of all of their teammates, and they are going for it full bore. And there's that kind of sorry, not sorry, <laughs> um, 
about it. Yeah, I might have just whacked you, but this is this is what it's about, and this is the you know here's the intensity. But you know, if you're injured and you're out, there's a better chance for me to have a spot there. Oh, look, it's always going to be a conundrum. Competitive, it's competitive. Yeah, competitive. You know, it's, I mean, I know how bad it is coming up. I mean, just to get there in the first place, yeah, well, yeah. stupid summer five competition. Yeah, that's why that, you can't you can't hack it. It's, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's all you pedals. <laughs> um, all right, well, that's a tick. Um, An I, interesting article because you know, I don't know how this what the criteria for their selections are and. And who sets them and who is it? Is there an art? Is it just Danny Kerry decides or is there a selection panel? The selection panel. Yeah. yeah but, um, do you, do you pick the team that suits the coach or do you pick a coach that suits the team? No, you employ a coach to do a job and to, to, you would imagine, unless you're like a super club and go, we play in this style and this is how our hockey is played and you must replicate this pattern. In which case, they wouldn't be bringing in a, a coach from, from outside. Yeah. They, they're looking for a coach to come in and impress a style of play and um, and build a culture within that within that team. That, so, yeah, you, you're not bringing somebody in to continue a mould that's continued already. But Otherwise, you'd have a, a succession plan within the club a, to already do that. Think of a club that. coach. Think of someone who's not coaching first grade. That just you know that goes to a um, a group of players. The the group of players is existing, yeah, and that's just going to be your group of players, yeah. In, in those sorts of scenarios, and maybe even at national level, if, if the coach is divorced from the selection process and is given the players that they have to deal with, I'm just thinking about the different scenarios that these things can work through the way through. That's all. Well, mate, there's plenty of coaching podcasts out there. Maybe listen to some of them and get some pointers. I know. I, I was going to coach no, back no, you're not going to coach. And you're not going to listen to a podcast. That it's like, <laughs> there's two barriers to entry straight away. Do it. <laughs> not true. Only partly. Um, but we we remember that discussion. I said I hadn't had much coaching since. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember? Well, we we had a couple of responses to that. Yeah. Talking about coaching, and one was from Taff, and. The other came from Simon W on Twitter. Now, Simon said, in in the UK, you're obliged to have a qualified coach for most insurers to validate a session. How much that translates to them leading a session is another matter. At my club, every team at least has a coach leading training. Roughly half have a match day coach. Now, um, see, I'm not... I, but that's, that's probably not far off from us. Like one to What's two, maybe three. Mean? What does you you won't get um, uh, insurance coverage? No, but uh, you're obliged to have a qualified coach for most insurers to validate. Yes, yeah, so to validate your insurance. Oh, so there has to be a so, coach there. It's not just a bunch of kids hitting a hockey ball around. Yeah, somebody who is qualified to lead the session. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I imagine that goes for all age groups. Yeah. Okay. Because that doesn't work here, does it? Uh, no, That's but you no, but you covered under the under wider club club insurance. But it's, yeah. it's and obviously it's, and Hockey Australia, which is part of that fee that you paid on Director Hockey Australia upon registration. Oh, fantastic. Um, roughly half have match day coach, so it obviously doesn't apply for matches because that'd be on a different insurance scheme, wouldn't it? A coaching session with a group is different to you being on a sideline at a game, I reckon. I'm, I'm usually on the field, mate. Yeah, but it know. doesn't, but it doesn't, but it, yeah, but it wouldn't, like here, it wouldn't matter because you, you're covered as an individual and then the club has a, has a separate, um, okay. liability insurance. But thank you, Simon, seven. for letting, I didn't understand, I didn't know, I don't know much about insurance, man. You don't know much about coaching, either. Nothing much about coaching, not much about insurance. Hey, what, but... what, what you do know about though, John, is Toasties. Now, I know that people are really interested to find out an update on how you went in the ham and cheese toasty production, the chip frying et al. in the uh, club can- canteen last Saturday afternoon. Very well. Thank you, Matt. Um, smashed out a few toasties. Yeah. Even... Uh... Well, just, well, on the toasties, was there a preference to any particular type? Do people want the extra tomato or spinach or jalapenos in there? Did we have them? 
Yes, they're all. Do you not read the board? Anyway. Oh, no, people were just ordering off the little chalkboard. Yeah, cheese. Cheese of the day. Huh? Yeah, I didn't sell a lot of soup of the day. No. No. I could have. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's another conversation. Was, was there no soup? <laughs> no soup. No. In the it freezer. Was it was in the freezer. Was it? Yeah. Um, chips. Oh, well, we banged out a lot of chips. Yeah. I must admit, I was pretty happy with the chip process. Over, generally. Over 40 kilos on the day, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> See? Yeah. Well, quality chips, yeah, mate. Had them chips. coming back. Yeah, um, Toasties went well. Uh, the main was just the plain ham and cheese. Ham and cheese, right. But I did sell one ham, cheese, tomato and onion. Oh, huh? yeah. Um, and he just plain cheese? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did. I sold uh, three plain cheeses. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's just one for the stats lovers out there. Yeah. But they were very tasty. I even made myself one. Uh-huh. And it was very tasty. Passed, passed the taste test yep. for a, a connoisseur okay. of the game. Yeah. Had one at Hockey Stadium uh, the other night, actually. And uh, yeah, it was good. Oh, how did it compare to yours? Oh, not as good as that. No, Lake, yeah, Lakeland's facilities are far better. It's a it's the bread. It's in the bread. The bread. I get pretty good bread. It's you know, good it's bread. A, yeah. um, it's the way I I sprinkle the cheese on top <laughs> of the ham <laughs> and I pull the little bits of ham apart too. I don't just slap a slice in there. I yeah, tear, yeah. And I think you were gloved up. up when I saw you there. I was gloved You're up, running around mid shift, yeah, chipping and toasting. It was good to see. And that, did you? How did you enjoy the volunteer experience that day, John? Because um, we're we're about the hockey family, aren't we? Oh, it was all right. I mean, get to meet some different people on your I shift. Was, I was running between chips and chip fries, uh-huh. and toasted yeah. sandwiches. So your normal um, disinterested, um, uncommunicable sandwich. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I said hello to people. Well, I didn't actually. Yes, I did say hello to people that ordered something. Yes. Hello. Just after they'd ordered or no, before, prior? Prior. Okay, that's well, good. Or in between the, in the conversation. So a lot Can of I have uh, two coffees and uh, large chips, please? No, I didn't do coffee. I'm not allowed. Two coffees and large chips. I'm not accredited. Yeah, yes, please. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, hello. I didn't do coffee, not accredited. You wouldn't let me. You wouldn't let me go near the coffee machine. Well, it's training tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. <laughs> make, make it down there. Yeah, right. Um, I'm better off. Making coffee, as it stands. But it was good. No, I had a fun time. Sold Jamie Dwyer and Mars Bar. Did you? <laughs> I sold him a banana. I sold him a banana the other day. Did you? Yeah. There we go. We're getting to know his likes, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Chocolate bananas. You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Matt, you know what this episode feels like? Because what? it's episode 198. Mm-hmm. And so that means next week it's episode 199. Yep. And the week after, episode yeah. 200. Uh, um, yeah, that means we've probably got to start planning something, doesn't it? Well, we do have something planned. With well, two things, two things planned, actually. Okay. First thing, new merch coming out. There'll okay. be a new T-shirt design coming out um, imminently. Uh, that's, uh, I put it out to our Patreons. Go to patreon.com forward slash the reverse stick if you'd like to support our hockey podcast endeavours. Put it out to the Patreons. What merch do you want? Hoodies, t-shirts, uh, stubby holders, whatever. Let us know what you want. Uh, t-shirts. Happy with the t-shirts. Tansy wants to add to the collection. Oh. So he could wear a different TRS shirt every day of a long weekend. Do you reckon in 30 years he'll end up on Antiques Roadshow? His collection of, t- oh, this is, oh, I've got the whole collection of all the TRS t-shirts. Well, he, he looked resplendent in the garden with some shin pads growing in the background yeah. um, in a Bring Back the Bully shirt um, the other day. Definitely. Enjoy, yeah. en- enjoying a, a beverage. And the other thing cool, will beverage. be the International Field, Field Hockey, Hockey Podcast, Podcast Awards. Da, now, da, 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 da. now you can get in and vote now. This is just this is the catch. Vote this now. is the catch up awards. This is the let's practice a little bit with the structure of the International Field Hockey Podcast Awards. Let's have a nod to the Ooh. past of all of those podcasts in the field hockey genre that have come before. Um, so we're looking 2004, basically, through to 2020. Nothing from 2021, thank you very much, because those awards will be happening in January 2022. More to come on Allegedly. that. Allegedly. 
Short. <laughs> Short. It's just, the, the debate, John, is whether it's going to be the International Field Hockey Media Awards with the podcast um, subsection um, or just purely dedicated podcast okay. awards. Yeah. I mean, these things can grow very, very quickly, can't okay. they, John? Yeah. Will there be a swimsuit section? Sure, just for you. Thank you. And your, and your fans. Um, Yes. <laughs> yeah, but look at yeah, check the, the hashtag I F H P A. But I'm, you know what it feels like tonight doing this podcast with sure, you. Sure, go on. It's like the last rehearsal before a gig, or the last the, the last training session before a grand final. I've got to and say, they're always terrible. Well, I came, well, I came in and I said, "Sorry, I've got nothing. I've just <laughs> finished doing this and doing that." And then we sat and, ch- and chatted for an hour and a half. And I've got a long list of, uh, of things now, but mostly irrelevant, but... We'll get through them. <laughs> yeah, could s- stick with us here in uh, show 198 of the Ruistic, and we'll get through them together. Todd Williams, let's mention Todd. Sure. Bless him. Um, finally, Seagulling is getting the recognition I think he's, invo- he's, invo- he's involved with Oxford Hawks, I think, as a hockey club. Do you think... Do, the birds? Had the Hawks, the Seagulls... Do, well, it, it's a term that we're quite familiar yes. with in Australia, but perhaps not so much overseas. No, I, know, I, know, I was pleased, pleased to hear it. Yeah, like a seagull on a chip. That's uh, basic, the metaphor going on in there. That's why they're seagulls. And, um, well, when, when you nick a goal off your mate on the goal line. <laughs> exactly. It's going in Just anyway. What are you doing? I do know in the, the over 50s, Divi, what are we, Divi 3? Um, we do have a special fine available for seagulling, um, but we are, we also love our masters of the seagull, and we do have a few in that team. Yes. Oh, uh, it's a very Dave, important goal to be scored. Dave and Cowgoldy Kenny, oh, they, yeah. like, they like a back post tap in, don't they? Seagull special. Where, wherever it's come from. Wherever it's going, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I played with um Well done, Ke- Todd. Good pl- to hear I played it. With Ke- it should be more of more seagulling in commentary, I believe. I played with Cal Gordy Kenny at the weekend. Oh, did you? Yeah. How was he? First win of the season. Really? Playing with the Fort- so, the forties boys. That's what you get when you get a bagpiper in your team. Yeah, that's right. That's what he brings. Yeah. Got a win. A first win. first win of the season. Incredible. That's a good fella, Kenny. Appreciate that. Oh, I almost had a win as one in the scored fancy uh league. With regard to the Euros, well, I say almost a win. I think we came f- fourth in one of the leagues. Yeah, I basically yeah. entered every. Th- all right, all right, me under the moniker oh, of the reverse stick. Oh, and so no, it is yeah, yeah. it is me as well. So it's weird. Yes, okay, well, no, yeah, I'm yeah, happy yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's as the reverse stick. That's right. So Dean, how did I do? Dinamo Glow, <laughs> Dinamo Glow Ho Po, and uh, H H. HC, oh, yeah, Dinamo Gloho Pie was the, in the men's comp and HC Wackett, uh, in, in the That's women's comp. Um, did better in the, in the men's competition. So I think finished like 19th in the Euro, um, hockey league, in the official Euro hockey, uh, in the world. No, in their, in their sub, sub league. But they were a different branded leagues. So they were, but we went, we were third or fourth in one of the leagues with not many people in it. Well, did all right, and just, um, and as low as, but it's like just it's just about getting the name out there, John. It's just about promotion. Couldn't be asked to do any transfers either, you know. What well, was it? Daniel Blue Ho Glow Ho Dynamo Dynamo Glow Ho That's very yeah. good. You're very clever. Thanks. Maybe that's the shirt design, like a re- a retro style um, sports shirt. Dynamo Glow Ho I think you'd have to do actually whack it as well. Uh, actually whack it as well. Maybe. Um, Maybe a scarf, then we do a split scarf, so <laughs> a, 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 dual, a dual team scarf. One on one side, one on the other. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that could be on the cards. Nobody likes what those. What about a reversible top? A reversible hoodie? Yeah, this is, that sounds um, expensive, John. I'm not interested. <laughs> okay. Your turn. Um, big thanks to the auditor. Oh yes, last week. Um, for being in the, in the studio and taking me to the game last week. Um, more so because he went to buymeacoffee.com forward slash the reverse stick and, um, bought us a few coffees. It's nice beers. I can buy the golden coins just, in front of I've just handed the cash over to John. Yeah, yeah there it is. All in coins. There's a five dollar note. There's a five dollar note. Well, I'm, he'll enjoy that. Thank you, the auditor. Oh, well. 
Let's plan for my toasted sandwich and chippies after the game tomorrow. Just in case you aren't, folks, please do support hashtag Field Hockey Podcast and get behind all of the wonderful Field Hockey Podcasts that are out there. Let us know your favourite and vote in the IFHPAs. Oh. The stickies. Um, You're the one with the list. Also on the socials, uh, some good response to the Tracy Balbin centrefold spread that was in the hockey circle that we put out. Oh, AM. Yes, right? yeah. yeah. Olympic gold, gold medal winner. Uh, Tasmanian State Club Championships. This is just a shout out for Scott because he's got the privilege of being a premium Patreon top tier subscriber. Uh, if you're in Tasmania tomorrow, <laughs> you can go to McKenna Park in Burnie, Northern Hockey Centre in Launceston, or the Tasmanian Hockey Centre in Hobart, where the State Club Cup second round games are happening. If you're local, get on down there. Support, support some hockey. Um, played against my nemesis at the weekend, John. Oh, easy. Yeah. How is he? Well. Did you whack each other? Well, we did a little bit, yeah. We had oh, no, yeah, no, no, there was a nice little whack in there. Um, but I'm a bit concerned he's going soft. He was very keen to support us on a couple of occasions against the umpire's calls. Um, almost like he was covering in favour that we didn't say a bad word about him in this week's show because we know he's listening. Do, do you think that's the, your star power that you've now, you know, developing through this is the exposure this, here on the reverse stick. This is what we need to work to. It, it might not have been the case thus far, but if we can work to wouldn't that be great? I mean, I've got a few umpires in my pocket as it stands, but um, imagine, imagine, <laughs> seriously. If only you were joking. Two games, two games this weekend. Yeah. Two goals disallowed because of the ball being above the backboard, right? Now, it was poppycock in both games. The, the first game, in particular, because the decision was given by both umpires, half-time whistle's gone, and then two of the opposition players remonstrated for five minutes with both umpires and got the decision overturned. I was also told by an umpire in the second game that they could decide on whether they uh, disallow the goal up to five minutes after the end of the game. Um, that... My issue with that is we just equalised with 40 seconds left on the clock. Um, and more so, John, something else, Oops. oh, there goes the heater, um, something else I've learnt, you can't undercut the ball anymore. At what? You can't undercut it. What do you mean? Well, look, you can't undercut the ball. When as did that? it's not dangerous. When did that? Well, no, apparently not. You just can't undercut it. Even if it goes through a clear channel, nowhere near anybody at all, up and over everybody's head. Where did that rule come in? You can't, I don't know. We need to start. Really? We need to start up <laughs> a hashtag, hashtag TRS as the umpire. Is that what like, you got blown for? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't keep the ball down all game low. <laughs> Although I did throw an overhead at one stage and didn't hit anybody in the head, which was, which was good. But, um, yeah, I couldn't keep it down. I, I, I thought if it went near nobody, it didn't matter how you'd propelled it near nobody. Well, that, well, that's that's what I was going with. Apparently not. I think it probably. Oh. I think it goes back to about ninety-two in the rules or something like that. But you know, I've just chose to ignore that. I'm sure at one stage you couldn't lift the ball at all. It didn't matter if it was going near anybody or not. At one stage, mm. it's changed so often over the years. Well, it's hard to keep yeah, track of all the different changes. We should start. Yeah, there was like an RC umpire section or something like that. Yes. On, on the show. Uh, quick shout out to Camberwell Hockey who are dipping their toes into the streaming world this weekend in Victoria. In fact, tomorrow, Saturday, uh, their games in the men's and women's Premier League versus MCC. Thank you to Hamish for pointing that out to us. Hashtag live stream hockey. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's right. good. Uh, Mr. Uh, oh, hang on. Uh, let's. Let's have a look at uh, Mr. Dr. Bat for a watch. What's going on there on Facebook at the moment? Um, 12th of June, I think we covered that when he met the um, Assam Olympic Association dude. Here we go, John. 20 hours ago. Yeah. Twitter. Twitter.com forward slash IOA President NDB. Oh, you can get a bit loose on Twitter at times. President IOA Twitter handle till Tokyo Olympics. 
All right, let's click through to that. Do you know he's changed his Twitter handle? Uh, no, he still has his personal one, but he hasn't been on there for about three years, I don't think. Oh, is that the Dr. Cuckoo one? Yeah, no, the Dr. Cuckoo's his Gmail address. Oh, no, the batch, Dr. Dr. Cuckoo at batra dot, oh, wow. um, IND or whatever. Wow. Um, oh, two posts. Is he following anyway? Uh, no, not following. 92 followers. Uh, nine hours ago. As our athletes prepare for their biggest test, look out for the best of trivia, quizzes, player insights, and a lot more action right here until the start of hashtag Tokyo Olympics. He's going to be busy, isn't he? He's got a lot on his plate and he's putting quizzes together. Um, five oh, hours ago. Trivia time. Test your Olympic badminton knowledge and post your answer in the comments. The first ten entries will win exciting hashtag Team India prizes. Do you reckon we could do a stick it to John with him? We could do, he yeah. Could, he could like host it, and maybe me and Thierry or something. <laughs> it's pretty, but it's the cat Reese, Doctor, Doctor Narinda Drov, Batra, yeah, with the IOA present and DB. And get on and follow. In fact, I'm going to now, John. Here we go. You're gonna follow. Him. Let's uh, and click follow. See how long it, it takes. That's a reverse stick. Yeah, it's a reverse stick. Let's see how long it takes for us to get blocked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a distinct lack of a, um, um, a non-plus attitude from Hockey Australia at the oh. moment. Put some great content out there with players um, of former glory and some really nice nostalgia shots. Not even a like. Not even a like, John. You know, I, I Def- think it's definitely about, trying those passes. It's about time we broke something. Look, it's me that asked for the board to resign. It wasn't Matt. And he's the one that does all the social media stuff. So be nice to him, Hockey Australia. If you don't, if you don't <laughs> want to pay any attention to me, I'm quite happy not to have any attention paid. But, you know, think of Matt and all the effort he puts into hockey in this state and nation. And uh, you can at least like the odd post, especially when they're good and positive for hockey. Yeah, that's, that right. That's, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's what you want me to read. You know what I'm worried about at the moment, though, John? What? The amount of people that are listening. Right. I'm, and I'm going to thank some of the listeners now. Thank you, Eric. Thanks, Anne-Marie. Um, thanks, Tammy. Thanks, um, thanks, John. Um, and countless others that just walking past in the hockey environment and go, oh, just listen to the first bit of your show. Thanks. I'll just, and I forget that people do actually listen. So my apologies if I've um, said anything out of turn. Uh, or upset any of my close hockey friends um, of late and uh, maybe given away a bit too much information. I told Axel what you said about him. Oh. And being mad. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> uh, but no, it, I appreciate I appreciate our listenership. But um, don't remind me that you listen because it makes it it's all very, very uncomfortable. <laughs> What do you, now you don't like the adulation. You use the no, star power ad, on Heathy. Ad, 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 you don't it use that adulation. It goes both ways. I didn't, I didn't say adulation. It goes both ways when you're given these superpowers, Matt. Look, you've managed to carve the Heathy beast, calm the Heathy beast, and this is what you've got to give back. John, talking about superpowers. Yes. Without the sound effect, but let's try. Matt's, Matt's, Matt's mystery. mystery. Fire. I've got the uh, the Russian article back, oh, the one okay, which I yeah. meant to continue last week. Yeah. And uh, where did we get to? We got to uh, Perestroika No, I believe. So let's kick off from here. Life, sorry, for those that missed two weeks ago, this is from Mr. Albert Lykin, who was the uh, president of the All-Russia Hockey Federation. Life in the country is not easy. Four or five years ago, when the country began its perestroika, nothing like the shortages in practically everything, especially food and hard currency, were ever envisaged. Then, everyone was optimistic. But the plan, <laughs> the plan failed with unity in many fields of life being broken down. However, in many aspects, our sports are happy exceptions, with unity being the key, despite the problems of lack of money and basic food and medical supplies. For instance... Although our teams include players of many nationalities, we do not have multinationality antagonistic problems. One may, say Rus- one may see Russians, 
Ukrainians, Armenians, Tatars, Kazakhs, Jews, white Russians, Azerbaijanis, Russian Germans and others who all live in peace and are friendly to each other. They respect each other's national and folk traditions and I cannot recall any conflict within teams, no matter what country or club. Of course, this is in sport. If this situation existed in other realms of life between our nationalities, we would not have such tense problems as now exist. Well, there you go. That's pretty solemn. Mads, mads, mads. Mystery, mystery. <laughs> John's put on the Russian hat um, as I um, close my eyes and, and remember that article. For, yes, very nice. Well, of course, Russia's biggest fan. Yeah, that's right. In the Western world. Yep. I've got the hat. Where's your badge? Your, your little Soviet badge is gone. Oh, from it's the front. flying around, but it's very, it's, it's, it's. Soviets are flying around. It's a, well, they're, they're running out of tin by that stage when they were making that. And so, uh, the badge is a bit flimsy. Sure. It's not very thick. Thick. It's not very solid. So I put it nice, away. That's a nice little flashback for me. It was indeed. You yeah, know, what else anyway. have you got? Oh, probably not. Um, yeah, thank you for those. That we asked for responses for people on social media, on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter, at yep. the reverse stick. And we don't always acknowledge those that do respond to us. So thank you, if you do. Yeah, and all our Twitter followers on our, our Facebook people. Yeah. And, and generally, if we like it, we'll make a comment or, or click like. If we ignore yeah. it, then we don't like it. <laughs> don't, don't be sad. Just try harder. Um, Look, that's fair, isn't it? As, what's, what's your, how's your hockey weekend lining up, John? I've uh, got a game tomorrow, 2 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. So, so feeling fit, back on oh, the field. First game in a month. You're going to be able to turn? Yeah, yeah, without no, I'll be going, with that. No, I'll be fine with all that stuff. The um, hitting, trapping, pushing area of the game might be a bit dodgy. Mm-hmm. Wait and see. Um, yeah, looking forward to that. And then I've got some bar duty, man. Five to seven down there at the nest well, behind I'm, the bar. Yeah, I will, I will likely come down and help you out post my uh, first game of the weekend. I'm, as long I, as I don't have to change a keg, I'm laughing. Yeah, no, you're fine. It's uh, okay. No, they, they won't get drank. Okay, good. I'll be fine. <laughs> well, you know what happens what? when you have to change a keg. I, well, yeah, you change the keg is what, is what you do. Yeah, but... And then you pour, pour, actual, through, pour through the line until you've got a, some a, proper a beer coming through. A professional expert like yourself who grew up in a pub who understands these things, the most lay people should stay as far away as a gas kegged beer it's not, as they it's can. It's not as bad as it used to be, mate. I remember the, uh, the season where everybody turns 18, 20 and that stage, and the big thing in those days was to buy an 18-gallon keg and put on a keg. And you can guarantee that 90% of the beer would be wasted by someone going, oh, no, you've got to turn up the gas. And someone coming along going, oh, no, you've got to turn down the gas. And then two minutes later, someone goes, no, you've got to turn it up. Anyway, so I, never, I never quite figured it out. Stay away from it. So, mate, you don't need to worry about it. Much like the coffee machine. You I'll stick, stay away from Stick that. to what you know. Chips. Yep. Toasties. Toasties. Pouring beer. Beers. Serving cans out of a fridge. What, what more do you need to know in life? I need to know tomorrow night's winning lotto numbers. That it help? Yeah. You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. We haven't really got much else this week, do we? No. And we're sort of building up to the big 200th episode because it's going to be an exciting time for us. 200 episodes, man. It only struck me today when I sat down and wrote 198 at the top of my little... We just uh, problem is is that we're getting up to capacity on the Apple iTunes storage where you know where you basically got to filter all your podcasts through that at the moment. So we're actually trying to drop off the listenership as um, as, as um, sharply as we can at the moment. So if people are listening for the first time, they they listen and go, oh, I didn't really enjoy that. Good, we don't want you because we want we want the we want <laughs> we want the two hundredth episode available exclusively for our loyal fans, those that have been with us a long, long time, and uh, we don't want the blow-ins listening. We'd prefer them to disappear and just our, our hard, hardcore. Blow-ins just, can just, always go to the the ba- it's just the, the, band, the bandwidth, the bandwidth. Net backslash podcast gen. 
and you can go there at any time and find all of the episodes oh, you like. can you? You can. All from very day dot, all the... Um, oh, so you don't have to subscribe on a podcast carrier. No. You can just go to a website to listen. Yes. Or you could use any of the podcast providers that are out there and subscribe at will. We don't have to treat our new listeners shabbily, Matt. Okay. I mean, we're already, we're already putting con- them through listening to I'm this podcast. I'm just concerned about the the real supporters, you know. not the Everybody's p- a real supporter. Oh, okay. From one onwards. Sure. Well, welcome. Uh, welcome. That's right. Real supporter or, or a blowing. Oh, you're the one. You're not a real supporter. Is well, that some part of your English soccer following do you, heritage? Do you own a TRS t-shirt? Well, that's a level of support, yes. That's, yes. Yeah. Have you told your mates to listen? Yeah, that's another level of support. Do you subscribe on Patreon? Forward, that, uh, Patreon.com forward slash level. the reverse stick. Have you ever been to buymeacoffee.com forward slash the reverse that's stick? Yet again, another level. Look at all these levels you can become involved, Matt. Are you a member of my family? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you make them listen. I don't anymore. Although um, Piper has listened in class. Excuse me. Um, um, the eldest one has listened in class. Oh, really? Well, they've got iPads in class now, haven't they? So she listens to your podcast in class. But not, instead of doing no, maths? No, not, not, doesn't listen. Oh. As a laugh, maybe played it to a friend or something like that, showing oh. how she could oh. use, how she could use the internet. Oh, so. okay. No, say, so listen to my dad. <laughs> He's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> oh no, I'm big at, mate. What? We're, we're hashtag low hopo for a reason. We're penetrating younger and younger markets. We are the coolest field hockey podcast out there. All right? Have no doubt. We're the only one that caters from 8 to 80. Give it away. All right? Give it away. 8 to 80. That's us. We are. Hashtag. Give it away. Hashtag. The reverse stick. Hashtag global hockey podcast. Hashtag field hockey podcast. Hashtag bring back the bully. Hashtag totally pro league. <laughs> Mr. Dr. Batra. Mr. Hashtag Mr. Dr. Batra doesn't Mr. mean Dr. murder Dr. Batra. Okay, murder Batra. Thanks for being with us, folks. Next week, it will get better. It'll be better. We'll, we'll, we'll be better. It'll be better next week. We'll all be better. It's a long outro music tonight. Isn't it? Don't we? We talk a lot more, don't we? I'll go home soon. Is that it now? That's it. It's finished. What are you playing? Is that that Russian music again? (laughs) What's that? Russia's biggest hockey supporter. In Russia. I can hardly hear it. It's not even registering on the, on the thing. It's not for you, it's for me.